Hello, podcast listeners. Coach Christy here. Um, just had some more thoughts about horsemanship and how my um, personal growth is influenced by my horsemanship journey and thought I'd share it with you. Today's topic, guys, is belonging. And I think that all types of endeavors, whether it's horses or sports, cars, motorcycles, quilting, crafting, you know, whatever it is, all, all these different types of activities that we get up to are things that we choose to do because something about participating in that activity provides a need for us. And one of the basic human needs that we all have is, this, is the need to belong, right? A need for connection. We're hardwired for it. And the difficult thing with connection is that in order to achieve it, we first must put ourselves out there, right? So we have to have some tolerance for vulnerability and under and some strategies for how to recover from rejection. <laughs> it's inevitable. You know, if you keep putting yourself out there one way or another, you'll, you will be rejected. Somebody will disagree with how you do something, somebody will have some sort of, sort of judgment or assessment on um, something, and it'll make you feel like you don't belong to that group. Um, that kind of mindset is rampant in the horse industry. Um, you know, I talked about it a little bit in my last podcast, you know, where um, it's important to folks to to identify with a certain group and with that identity co comes an image. And if you don't match our image, you can't play our game, right? So um, in horses, it's, you know, either you're English or you're Western. Those are your two basic um, images to, to fit into, right? To hustle for belonging rather than truly belonging. You just show up and wear the costume, right? If you show up to a dressage show um, with a giant belt buckle and a cowboy hat, you're going to get stares. I know. I've done it. <laughs> and if you show up to a cutting with jodhpurs and tall boots on, people are going to look at you funny. And that doesn't mean it's the wrong thing to do. I'm just pointing out the, the that image is often um, the first thing people use to decide whether or not you are allowed into their group, whether or not you belong in their group. Even amongst English and Western, you know, that th there are subgroups in, in Western um, performances, uh, you know, uh, barrel racers are in a certain group, rainers are in, in their own group, um, cutters are in their own group, ranch versatility are in their own group, and they all have their own costumes and their own um, set of rules and guidelines on on how, how what you have to do in order to belong to that group. And in, in English sports, you, you know, you have jumping and dressage and um, I'm sure there's others, but those are the only two that come to mind. Eventers, right? And each one of those groups has their own image that they expect you to fit into if you're going to be able to belong to their club, right? To, to connect with people in those groups. But what I'd like for us to consider is that we're all horse lovers and in, at the at the in even bigger picture right guys is that we're all human beings and um, we're all looking for connection and it's easy to give 
right? If someone seeks connection with me in a healthy way, right? In a way that, that honors my boundaries and my individualism and um, my um, personal values, then I have a, a pretty easy time giving folks a chance. But what I won't do is um, pretend to be something that I'm not so that we can be part of the same group. And this is a new skill for me, guys. I'm just now learning and and um, making my way through this particular part of my horsemanship journey. And that is, in, I need to make sure that my horses know that they belong with me. And some horses come along in our lives and they belong to us for a period of time. I've had a, a handful of those, you know, horses that weren't my forever horses, but they needed me to be the conduit to give, get them to their forever human. And then there's their horses that I'm committed to. So my string is full right now. I have four horses in my string. And what, it's funny, one of the first things that people will ask you when you tell them, um, you know, that you have horses, the first thing they'll ask you is what kind of horses do you have? You know why they do that? They want to know um, what group you belong to, right? Are you English? Are you Western? Which kind of performance do you like? Um, and that tells them whether or not you can belong to their particular subsection. <laughs> and so when people ask me what kind of horses do I have, um, it's fun to answer them because I have a little bit of everything. I have a paint horse who's, who's my most advanced and number one girl. I have um, an, what's called an Iberian warm blood, which is just a fancy name for a crossbreed. She's uh, half Lusitano and half thoroughbred. I have a, a racing bred quarter horse who um, has a very specific look and set of talents. And then I recently have acquired a Dutch warm blood. So, you know, an official warm blood, very big girl that we're just getting to know each other. And what I love most about my string guys is the diversity. Because at the end of the day, I just love horses. I like them all. I am fascinated and um, intrigued by slide stops and, um, uh, you know, flying lead changes. But I'm also fascinated by uh, Piaf and Passage and extensions and um, pirouettes. All right. So for me, it's just all exploration of horse behavior and how can I participate in that? I want to belong to all of those groups. And I suppose at some point I am likely to be uh, traveling down the path of, you know, a jack of all trades becomes a master of none. But here's my ultimate goal for my horsemanship. I know my personal belief on why the universe has um, promoted the horse to be so easily domesticated and why humans are drawn to them is because there's something about their nature that will cause us, if we so choose, um, to evolve into more wholehearted human beings and make the world a better place because of it. And so if what I want to do is evolve as a human being because of my interactions with horses, I need to seek out diverse interactions. 
if all I do is um, stick to one group because that's the group I've always known or that's the group I was raised with or um, that's the group I most identify with, I'm a lot less likely to uh, experience learning that promotes growth, right? As human beings, innately, instinctually, without evolution, we are inclined to do things that make us feel good and move away from things um, that make us feel uncomfortable. And I provide space for that in my life, but at the same time, I actively want to pursue opportunities to get uncomfortable and um, look for ways to, to grow and learn and do more by um, looking for diverse experiences, trying to be a beginner at something, and um, knowing that ultimately the goal for me is to become a more wholehearted version of myself, the best possible version I can become of myself, the, the version of myself that I would be if I didn't have any childhood conditioning that caused damaging, you know, emotional thoughts, emotions and thought patterns, and um, look to reach my fullest potential by not putting myself in any one of those categories. All right, guys. So for me, belonging in the horsemanship world is a game that I play. I um, talk a lot about um, when I go and ride with Pat Pirelli, I want to belong at the barn because when I when I look like what he wants to see things looking like, I get better coaching, right? So when I go ride with Pat, I'll ride my paint or my quarter horse because those are the types of horses that he most often is um, attracted to. And I'll wear jeans and a cowboy hat and, you know, and try to fit the image. And then when I go ride with Linda Pirelli, I'm going to um, take one of my English sport horses, my Lusitano Cross or my Dutch Warm Blood, and I'll wear jodhpurs and, and half chaps in the whole nine yards um, in order to um, connect with the group so that I can, um, you know, get better coaching. But at the end of the day, I really don't feel like I connect with any of those groups very specifically. If I were to pick any one sing single group of horses, horse people that I fit with, it would be trail riders. But even amongst trail riders, I'm an outlier. So I don't really fully belong to any one group, but I belong a little bit to all of them. <laughs> I don't know if that helps you guys very much today, but um, the concept of connection and belonging was just on my mind. Sometimes when I talk it out, um, it gives me some clarity and I record it here on this podcast because I hope it benefits somebody. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to me, guys. I hope that wherever you are in the world, they're having a super fantastic day and there's lots of horse evolution in your life. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks. Bye.